1: How is it possible that this administration discovered um, at least three previous balloons that flew over the U.S. under the previous administration, but Trump officials didn't know it was happening?
0: Yeah, so look, I think that, uh, and we've talked about this before, about how
1: uh, the, when, it, um, when the PRC government surveillance balloons trans, uh, trans, trans, transited uh, the continental US
0: briefly at least three times, as you just mentioned, during the president's uh, prior administration, and once that we know of the beginning of this administration, uh, but never for this duration of time, as we know, uh, this information was discovered prior to the admi- administration uh, left, uh, but uh, the intelligence community, as I said, is prepared to give uh, give uh, briefings to key officials. Uh, but this is something uh, this is something. Sorry, post. So this is something that we we they did not they were not aware of, as as we've just laid out.
1: Stu does America.
0: Studesmerch.com is the place to go to get your best conservative merch that you could possibly ever imagine. Use the promo code Stu10, save 10%. If you're watching on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. We did a special live after the State of the Union last night that I know a lot of you tuned into. Thank you so much for doing that. Glenn Beck is going to be here for a little bit with some new AI nightmares and his new special tonight. LeBron James may have broken a big record, but you still never, ever want to be a LeBron. By the way, you can get that t-shirt at Studosmerch.com But we start by doing Biden's big Lies. Yes, that's what it was. Constantly packed to the brim with lies every single second. Let's just go through a bunch of it and try to fact check where we can because there was so much to do. Honestly, I don't think we can
2: get to all of it. Let's start with uh, Biden and uh, how he remembers the last couple of years. Look, folks, th- that's what we're doing again. Two years ago, the economy was reeling. I stand here tonight after we've created with the help of many people in this room, 12 million new jobs, more jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years because of you all, because of the American people. Strike
0: anyone as cherry picking data. Why? Why do you think he's created 12 million jobs? He's been such a great president. Or could it be he became president as COVID was ending? Could that be what the whole situation was? Doesn't everyone immediately know that? I would think so, but I guess maybe people are. You know, watching the Kardashians or something, and they're not thinking about this stuff. Maybe he thinks he can pull the wool over people's eyes like this, but it just seems so pathetic. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, the, the backbone of America, okay? This is where Joe Biden co- says, we need some unity up in this place, watch.
2: You all are as formed as I am, but I Wrong. think the people sent us a clear message. Right. Fighting for the sake of fighting, power for the sake of power, conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. That's always been my vision of our country, and I know it's many of yours. Has it? To restore the soul of this nation, to rebuild the backbone of America, America's middle class, and to unite the country. We've been sent here to finish the job, in my view. For decades, the middle class has been hollowed out. Oh, uh, this than, claim will not never, no one ever, ever die. A
0: long time. Ever, ever die. It's just like, for decades, the middle class has been hollowed out. We've gone through this before. Let's do it again quickly just for the hell of it to show you what's been going on. Let's start with the middle class, a middle class uh, between 54 and 108,000. This is all inflation adjusted. In 1967, about 47 percent of people were in the middle class. It was up to 50 percent in 1981. And he is right. It has dropped to 39 percent in 2002 and 36 percent in 2016. That's the hollowing out of the middle class that he was talking about. However, let's look at where those people went. The poor, well, did they go to the poor? There's 16% in 1967, then 11%, 14%, and 13% in 2016. So they didn't really go to the poor uh, area. They actually went down. How about the lower middle class? That's probably where they all are. Nope, 31% in 1967 were in the lower middle class. That's dropped all the way down to 16% in 2016. Well, what about the rich? the rich? 380,000 are up, that has gone up from 0% in 1967 to 2% in 2016. So where did the middle class hollow out to? Yes, there's only one option left, the upper middle class, from 6% in 1967 to 18% in 1981 to 29% in 2002 and 33% in 2016. Yes, the middle class has been hollowed out and those people have moved to the upper middle class. This is not a story of failure. It's not something to complain about. It's something to be happy about. This is a positive development. Now let's talk about free Wi-Fi. We're making sure
2: that every community, every community in America has access to affordable high-speed Internet. No parent should have to drive by McDonald's parking lot to help them do their homework work online with their kids, which many thousands were doing across the country. There mm, really are. They? Well, I mean, I will say I've gone to McDonald's
0: and Burger King and many fast food restaurants to do work, mainly because they have a free soda machine and lots of supply of whatever, you know, completely unhealthy fast food I wanted to eat that particular day. Uh, does this happen? Of course, some people. It does happen, and uh, it's, uh, it's not great. Though I will say, like, internet is not a right. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with the government. Nothing. nothing to do with the government whatsoever. It's got nothing to do with it. They should not be supplying it to you. Uh, if McDonald's wants to give free internet away for you to come in and have a, a, you know, a coffee in the morning, then uh, more power to them. But i got to be honest with you, the, the main reason people go to McDonald's is because they like McDonald's. That's why they're going there. Um, of course, if you go to McDonald's too much, you're going to have health problems. That's true, and
2: that's why Joe Biden is here to solve your health concerns. What in God names happens if, your, if your spouse gets cancer mm. or your child gets deadly ill, or something happens to you? What, are you gonna have get money to pay for those medical bills? Or are you gonna have to sell the house or try to get a second mortgage on it? I get it, I get it. Do you With the Inflation Reduction Act that I signed into law, we're taking on powerful interests to bring health care costs down so you can sleep better at night with more security.
0: Weren't we? Wasn't this supposed to be done with Obamacare? Like, wasn't that the whole point? Remember, we had this big debate when you were vice president and you were supposed to pass this bill and that bill was supposed to solve all these problems for us, or at least most of them. They, they have not stopped. In fact, I would say they've increased their complaints about the healthcare system since we passed their health care system. What does that tell you? How do these people, how, does it, how do they convince anyone that they should have their hands on your health care again after what we've seen forget since Obamacare? How about the last couple of years? Are you are you, uh, are you you uh, filled with confidence over their ability to make health care decisions for you right now? I doubt it. By the way, I also would point out, um, Joe Biden, when he ran for office, promised to cure cancer. Okay, He said he was going to cure it. So why are we worried about people getting it when he was supposed to cure it? It's supposed to be cured already. Now, we don't know for sure if he's cured it yet. The only place to find out that, that information is at HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com. If you go to HasJoeBidenCuredCancer.com, you will see that Has Joe Biden Cured Cancer? The answer is, unfortunately, no, he is not, at least as of Wednesday, February 8th. We will monitor that progress and see if that switches to yes. Any, It could happen at any moment. He could just cure it for you. Um, how about uh, the Inflation Reduction Act? This one's kind of interesting. Um, and it's, you know He kept playing up on this particular line, did it a few times. Let me uh, lay it out for you, and then we'll talk about it.
2: Now some members here are threatening, and I know it's not an official party position, so I'm not I'm going to exaggerate, but threatening to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act. As my coach, that's okay, that's fair. As my football coach used to say, lots of luck in your senior year. <laughs> Make no mistake. <laughs> if you try anything to raise the cost of precision jobs, I will veto it. I, this for precision jobs, I will veto. First of all,
0: there's so much going on in this clip. First of all, the Inflation Reduction Act is terrible. Everyone knows it's terrible. It's it's not a popular piece of legislation. But like, it's actually embarrassing that there's like five Republicans that step up and clap for re- re- repealing it. That's it. Chip Roy was one of them. Most of the people did not do that, uh, which is pathetic on the Republicans part. They all should have been standing up and clapping. Yes, we want to repeal that bill. Beyond that, though, they have no chance to repeal it. He doesn't need to veto it because there's it has absolutely no chance of passing the Senate. So this is a straw man. He's putting it up there. I'm, I'm going to stand up to these evil Republicans who have absolutely no influence on actually forming policy that could pass. That's going to be me. I'm going to I'm going to veto it. He does this multiple times. Uh, he also says things that are completely untrue multiple times, like, for example, this. Look, I'm
1: a
2: capitalist.
0: Yeah. I'm are a you?
2: capitalist, but pay your fair share.
0: Oh, stop it.
2: I think a lot of you at home, a lot of you at home agree with me and many people that you know. The tax system is not fair. Not it fair. is not fair.
0: You weirdo. Who? Why do they say things like that? Going on to say that uh, the idea that in 2020, 55 of the biggest companies in America made $40 billion in profits and paid $0 in federal income taxes. That's simply not fair. Well, it's also not true. It's not a thing. Let me give you the uh, quotes. This is from PolitiFact, who kind of said it was true, but then went on to disprove their own Claim in the uh, in the article, the study cited several tax laws that help protect these companies' income from taxation, including those governing the tax treatment of executive stock options, research and experimentation, renewable energy deductions for capital expenses, and the reallocation of losses into different ta- tax years. Some observers told Politifact that the, they took issue with Biden's characteristics, uh, characterization of such laws as loopholes. You know how I, they took issue with it because these are the loopholes the left is passing on things like clean energy. They pass a law giving you tax credits for clean energy. Then the company takes those tax credits for clean energy. Then he says they're not paying taxes. That's how this scam works. Goes on to say, while this data comes from federally required disclosures, critics say that what is disclosed on these forms is calculated differently from these companies' actual tax filings, which are private. In other words, the critics say, we don't really know whether these companies paid zero dollars in taxes or not. Yet he continues to keep saying this over and over and over again. I don't know, maybe I was most frustrated about his nonsense about the deficit. Here's what he, I mean, because it's just, it's that cherry picking thing over and over again. But let me give it to you. Here it is, uh, Joe Biden on the
2: deficit. My administration has cut the deficit by more than $1.7 trillion. The largest deficit reduction in American history.
0: Now, my guess is, you know, inherently, that's not true. I don't really need to give you any charts, but... This is the Studos America program. Conservative nerds unite. Charta Palooza 2023. Let's do it. Here is the deficit for the last year of the Donald Trump administration, and what you might see is a deficit that is rising. Now, well, normal levels, and then all of a sudden, it shoots directly up. In let me give you the month here, March 2020. Does anyone remember what was going on in March 2020? I don't know. It's hard to remember. March 2020. What could it be? Oh, yeah. COVID-19. We started spending trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars on COVID-19. Guess what party voted for all of that spending? Well, actually, both of them did in most cases. But the ones that were unanimous in voting for that spending most of the time were the Democrats. Now, yes, Trump was president, but the cause for that deficit is COVID-19 spending that every Democrat agreed with. Now, what he's trying to do here is say, well, I dropped the deficit. We cut it. He's using Donald Trump's COVID year because he knows it's an outlying year, a crazy year. I think we kind of remember that. The next year is 2021, Biden's year. It's really another COVID year. Here's what Biden's year looked like uh, in 2021. You see it as actually ahead of the pace of uh, Trump at the beginning and wound up being a little bit less than Trump. But that's $2.8 trillion in deficit. To give you perspective on what he's bragging about there, which is slightly less than the worst year of COVID-19, it is 2.8 trillion is double our previous record. That record by the way was also partially Joe Biden's fault because he was vice president when that record happened. So he's doubled his own record and he's bragging about it on national TV. Now, he will try to call out 2022 and say, "Hey, well 2022 we did drop that uh, that deficit number. And here's that chart. And you will notice it is considerably lower than the two COVID years. But that is a victory, not of Joe Biden, but of immunity. When COVID-19 was not threatening the economy, all of a sudden, things got back to normal a little bit, but not all the way. Because if you're going to compare it to normal, you would compare you wanted to compare it to Donald Trump, what you would compare it to would be the last year before COVID, right? Obviously, you compare the year after COVID to the year before COVID. What went on? Well, let's compare 2022 and 2019. And as you see, uh, actually, this was, is just uh, this is uh, what year is this? This is 2022. Here is. Yeah, this is Biden's in 2022. Um, Joe Biden, 2022. Now let's compare it to 2019. What do you see? Well, actually, you see a lower deficit on Trump's last year. And it doesn't look that impressive on the chart, but the difference in those two lines is $400 billion, a $400 billion smaller deficit for Donald Trump. And if you see on the left side of that screen, bring that last one up if you would, you see a little red line just starting up. Well, that's 2023. And 2023 is 86% worse than at this time in the 2022 Fiscal year. So this is not going the right direction, yet he's still on television bragging about it. Um, how about the economic concerns? Uh, this was a big fighting point, and then again, another really disappointing exercise. Here is uh, Biden talking about uh, our entitlement programs.
2: Some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it, unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans, want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Listen to that Listen to that. It. Let me give Savor you that anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. All right, that's enough. So
0: Biden you- goes and goes. Oh, ah, call my office. I got a copy of the program. And uh, everybody on the Republican side, for the most part, is booing this. And I want you to know what that sound was. That was the Republican Party saying they're not going to do a bit about the debt. They're not going to do anything. All of the debt, all the debt. the, The real source of the problem here is, of course, these entitlement programs. And we are now at the point where the fiscally responsible party is actually booing if they say they're going to do anything about it. Now, look, is Biden exaggerating there saying that it's going to sunset? No one's saying it's going to sunset in five years. Uh, you know, but there may be a proposal out there. Um, but, like, wouldn't that be a good idea? not saying what sunset means. It's just they just need to reauthorize it. Hey, let's look at this program again and make sure it makes freaking sense. Maybe we're not wasting money. Maybe we can make some cuts here and there. Maybe we can make this make sense so we don't bankrupt ourselves. This has gone from the party who at least used to talk a good game on these things to a party that will boo the very idea of it. And I just don't even know if we can go any further than that. Look, Joe Biden was absolutely terrible. He packed this speech filled Filled to the brim with lies. And then he took a bunch more lies and tried to jam them in on top. He sat on the, on the top of it to squeeze them down even more. It really was that bad. Yes, he kept his energy. And that seems to be what any, the only thing that anybody is talking about today. But this is constant lying. We, don't, we deserve better than this. We really do. And we also deserve a party on the other side that's going to say they can push back against these important things. Why is Chip Roy the only guy standing up to, to repeal the Inflation Reduction Act? It was just a scam. We all knew it was a scam a few months ago. And now Chip Roy is the only person brave enough to stand up and say, yeah, I want it repealed. Even though, yes, I might not be able to get it done because I'm in the minority. I still like well, he's actually in the majority in the House, but he's not going to be able to get it done because he's not going to be able to get it past Biden or the Senate. But you should still be standing up and saying, damn, yes, we want this stuff repealed. Let's get it out of there. And as soon as we get power, we should do it. You probably have a lot of problems of your own that you're thinking of, and you th- might think, I don't know, what, 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 I don't, I'm already unhealthy, what am I going to do? Well, you've got to take care of your important organs. That's important. And your liver is a big one. You've got to remember, uh, the latest data from the American Heart Association says that adults with fatty liver were three and a half times more likely to have heart failure than those without. We kind of throw everything at our livers. Oh, man, I'm, it's Super Bowl weekend. I can't even tell you what i am got to throw at my liver this weekend. I mean cholesterol, alcohol, toxins, anything I can, honestly, anything I can put in there. I'm just gonna jam it into my liver. That's why you need to do something about it. That's so probably why a lot of us are sluggish. Uh, you know, fatty liver helps You know, people uh, gain weight. It helps people feel terrible. It's not a great idea. So it, you got to do something about it. Liver Health Formula is the way to go. An, all, an all-natural supplement. It contains 12 clinically proven botanicals that help recharge and protect your liver. Manufactured right here in the USA. Approved by American doctors. If you're looking to ignite your fat-burning metabolism, boost your energy, and transform how you look and how you feel, Try Liver Health Formula and receive five free gifts when you order today. You get a bottle of blood sugar formula for free. You get four free e-books to support every aspect of your health. It's Liver Health Formula. Go to Liver, uh, excuse me, getliverhelp.com/stew. Getliverhelp.com/stew. Get your five free bonus gifts today. It's getliverhelp.com/stew. I'm going to bring in Glenn back, His newest special is coming up right after this show, 9 p.m. Eastern tonight on Blaze TV. It's The AI Revolution is Here, How Machines Will Transform Your Entire World. Make sure to... Uh, <laughs> I thought it said tech tranny there
1: for a second it does look uh, like tech tranny yeah. <laughs> it's uh it would be a bad name for the, the today that was show. the initial title for AI yeah not gonna, <laughs> was know, it was uh, it. yeah it's a tech <laughs> tranny <laughs> um
0: <laughs> welcome to the program you've got a big ai special yeah. coming I, I was gonna should i talk to you about the state of the union thing but we talked about it on radio yeah and honestly i would like to just replace the state of the union with like chat gbt just churning out some text because it would be more productive
1: woodrow wilson Another reason to hate him—he's the one. Was a letter in the Constitution. The president just needs to send a letter to Congress. Just says, "Hey, this is where I think the country is—the State of the Union." Woodrow Wilson made it into a campaign thing, and you know, up the prestige, uh, prestige yeah. of the president, and get the press involved and everybody excited. It, it is truly the Oscars
0: for ugly people. Yes, it really is. And they, if I remember right, the Constitution lays it out as like it regular updates. It doesn't even say annual. No. It's just like, hey, every once in a while, shoot a letter over to us, let us know <laughs> how things are yeah. going. Like that was right. basically it. I mean, oh. It's an experiment in self-governance, right? It would make sense that you'd only need an occasional update from the president. Why is our country gone so astray, Glenn? Woodrow Wilson. Okay. I think we started there. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. All right, you want to talk about the AI thing because that is, uh, it's been a big focus of the show all week. You have the the, the big program on Glenn TV tonight. Um, I, it's funny, you've been talking about this forever. We talked about uh, on radio today, the conversation that we had in like, I don't know, 98, 99, where you were talking about how you wouldn't be able to believe your eyes and how uh, things were going to be changing. And that stuff is really playing out now, I mean, we're actually yeah. past a lot of the stuff that you were talking about I, back then.
1: I remember talking, I forgot about, you wouldn't believe your eyes. When I said, you will, they will be able to manipulate video so well that actors won't have to act anymore. Did you see what's happening in Hollywood? They are now signing contracts yeah. that give their likeness and their voice to the studio Um, Don't sign that contract. Don't sign that contract. Don't sign that that contract. Um, But anyway, um, we are at the place now where the fun and exciting stuff is going to start happening where you're like, oh my gosh, we can do what? But this is also the point to where all of the very frightening things are also tied into that. And it just depends on whether we can control it, or it controls us. More importantly, if we are prepared. You know, um, when I talked in 2016 about sometime in the 2020s, trucking, transportation, that industry will be over, over. I don't think people really understood it. It no, that still seems far off. It's not, it's three to five years. Three to five years, meaning we'll have uh, self-driving vehicles. And we you'll have to hire people. Yeah, you'll steps. have self-driving trucks. It will be a transition, but by 2030, it's done. It's done. Um, as I said on the air today, I was talking to a uh, guy who's just going into college, and I said, "So, what are you going to take?" And he said, "Oh, I'm going to take computer science. You know, I want to be a programmer because the jobs are going to be, you know, really there." And I said, "Hurry." Because in five years, those, those will not be jobs because of machine learning. You're, right. you're, you now have ChatGPT, okay? ChatGPT is all machine learning, and it's teaching itself. And then when it's right, it, we will say, um, we want another one. And it will create another version of it. You'll be able to go to ChatGPT and say, I want a website that does this 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 has the look of this can merchandise this and this and all these features you tell it it will create it it'll create a hundred of them and then you pick okay I want that one so if you're a web designer or it's a over. Coder, like what are you gonna do it's over yeah
0: this is and it's happening really fast
1: yeah so what do you have to really the, the The thinkers, I remember I read uh, a story back in the 90s, two stories that stuck with me. I wish I would have saved them. Um, But the first one was what happens to a country that is built on ownership when no one owns anything? It's all rented, okay? That is here now. We're moving in that direction. You'll own nothing and Mm. you'll be happy. World Economic Forum. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you heard anyone actually have a philosophical conversation on what impact does that have on future generations when you don't have pride of ownership? Mm. Okay, Because mm-hmm. that's who we are. We came here so we could own our own piece of land. It's mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the other one uh, was um, uh, free will. What, what does it do? when you are being manipulated by AI um, and you don't really know it. You don't know, did I just make that choice? Did I come up with that or was I nudged into that? By 2030, they believe, we will have an end to the understanding of free will. Those are just two things, two. Mm. It's going to come now. We are, we are, you know, I said, you know, we're walking up to the door. We're now halfway through the f- threshold. We're into the house now, okay? And once you're in the house, everything changes. By, by 2020, I think, I'm bad at timing. I've been strangely accurate on this stuff. But um, sometime before 2030... You will not be able to keep up with the changes. Every day, you will start hearing things. You'll be like, wait a minute, what? We can do what? This does what? And it's happening already. It's happening. But it's, it's going to take the last 10, 15 years. Imagine this po- politically. It's going to take our life of what you've lived and experienced in the last 15 years and push it into a six-month to a year period. It's going to start happening so fast, it will be overwhelming. T- t- um, schools have to change by fall. They have to change now by fall because ChatGPT.
0: Yeah, the people are going to have their homework written, their essays written by ChatGPT. Right.
1: Uh, do it in my hand. Did you see the video of the kid who took ChatGPT and then took his handwriting and put it into chat gpt and then connected chat gpt to a 3d printer and it wrote out in his handwriting Jeez. so and there's no algorithm that you can go and look at it and say, oh, well, that was written by ChatGPT. Right. Like, we, this was
2: a
0: big thing with uh, with people stealing yes. stuff, like the, the old Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, that's over. That's over. That's over. Because you, people would, they had a detection, so like you could go and have these sites and you could detect, okay, this was obviously lifted from some other paper. Correct. That's not the
1: way ChatGPT works. It's all original. Right. And so... You won't have an algorithm, and if you could come up with an algorithm to spot it, ChatGPT will develop an algorithm so you can't spot it. I think like
0: there's definitely a big economic uh, consequences here, and there's societal consequences and cultural consequences. But like I look at think, think of something like politics and elections, like. You know, we are already unable to tell what is true and what is not. Correct. Right. We are already at that point where we, you know, half the country believes, I mean, you know, we go back to this one, 47% of Democrats believe 9-11 was an inside job when, Joe Biden, mm-hmm. or when uh, George Bush was president. But like, you know, who's to say, I mean, we have to be on the very precipice of being able to com- to produce a convincing, legitimate video, lo- looking video, of Donald Trump Saying the N-word backstage at some show. Remember this was rumored oh, yeah, in 2020 absolutely. or 2016 campaign. This was going to come out. He said the N-word, and it never came out because I don't think it exists. Correct. But someone
1: will do a deep fake of this, and at the very least, I'd be surp- I'm surprised. I'm surprised that it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I'd be surprised if it didn't happen for the next election. And maybe that's just because um, right now you can still tell the algorithm, you can still look and go deep fake. Okay. What
0: happens when you can't?
1: what I told you in 98 you will not believe your eyes or your ears so you we have to recalibrate I mean that was the thing that we discussed on radio today on chat GPT I asked the question of an expert what does it mean that it is now our search engine that Bing and Google are releasing it and they're combining it with a search engine because the search engine is pretty good gives me everything I need no still requires you to look down and see which one. This will get to know you, get to know what you're looking for, know the odds of the universe, have complete access to the entire internet, and in less than a second, you know, a fraction of a second, you will ask it a question, and it will give you, customized for you, a dissertation of what happened, Okay and you could say it will know i'm 9 years old so it will tell you what happened in the language of a 9 year old it will it will adjust everything to you which means you get one search result and i might get another search result but it'll be customized to me but you won't necessarily know the sources they'll give you uh, hyperlinks i'm I'm guessing, hyperlinks to the sources on these things. Maybe not, but you only will get what they provide as fact. So it's taking the human out of it. Right now you say, what was the name of that guy on that show back in the, remember, and it was, and somebody will Google it in and they'll say, oh, it's this. Nobody questions Google now. No one questions Google when it's presented as cut and dry fact. That's what the search engine will now become because of Chat, uh, Chat GPT.
0: So, what? How do you solve this? Because if let's say there's a fake video out there, some candidate saying something terrible, it's not really real. I mean, my answer to that now would be to look around at trusted sources and try to determine. you know did they have an expert that looked at it and could detect it but like that 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 layer goes away and those trusted sources are not really trusted anymore how do you solve this
1: I've read a lot on this subject obviously for 30 years oh yeah and the only solution I have seen is to take action before it happens so like we're in this very small window. You know, I've said this for a while. You know, we got it's a race to the finish line. Which is going to get there first? Um, and uh, if if AI gets to the finish line first, and it's in the wrong hands, um, there's there's really no way out except a Tower of Babel, you know, an EMP, something like that. But if, if AI is in control of all of our life and our highway system and our cars and it's all interconnected, imagine what a power outage does then. We become complete imbeciles because we, we don't know how to even search for answers. We don't know how to take two stories and go, well, that one says this and this one says this. You have a generation Growing up on it, they don't know. They won't know how to do those things. I've had security for a very long time. And you remember what security used to be like in New York. It's different in Texas. I still have security. But when I was in New York for, what, eight years, I never went anywhere without at least one guy. Usually it was three, okay? hmm I remember I came down to Texas in the first weekend. I was like, I'm going to the movies. Nobody's going to shoot me in the movies. I'm just going to go. I went to grab lunch someplace, and then I went to the movies. First time I had been without security in probably eight years. Okay, mm-hmm. Stu, uh, I was, uh, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I had lost the ability. To sort through things, that noise means this. I don't have to pay attention to this. Everything was a threat because I had not thought of threat. When I was in New York, I would look across the street, but I always had somebody either holding me out or pushing me. You know what I mean? I always had somebody protecting me this close. And that's what this is going to do to all of us. it's it's not protecting you. It's you, you will lose these ability to ration, reason, think, research, even ask questions. You know, when you get the answer. We now in our Google results, we'll get the answer and we'll go. Yeah, but look at this story. Yeah, but look at this story. You get one. I'm seeing people use it already
0: like that. Like chap GPT said, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, wait a minute. We, I mean, and I, I we talked about this example. You know, I ran a dumb story about myself and it had all sorts of mistakes. I started with Rush Limbaugh. I work at the Daily Caller. It had all sorts of things that weren't true about me.
1: But like, if you're just searching this, you're going to see that and you're just going to assume it's true. And so what happens when that's out there and it's producing and I post that about you on my website mm-hmm. and somebody else gets the same information and they post that. Now, as it goes out for information on you, it's feeding on its own self. OK, <laughs> the, the most disturbing story of the day uh, in regards to this was the fact that people have already learned how to get around ChatGPT's. GPT's mm. um, Uh, principles it's not allowed to tell violent stories write violent stories it's not allowed to do anything that would be against the law and they've already found a way to get it to to give the formula for crystal math okay it's writing violent stories and they've tricked it now here's the bad part the bad part it learns So if people are trying to constantly hack it and trick it, it will learn humans are not to be trusted. This you are in the beginning of a a five-part mini-series that doesn't end well. Mm. Everything we do, we have to decide ethically now who we are, what is important. What is life? What can AI do? What should it never do? And codify it. And not only are we completely incapable of doing that, we also, uh,
0: even if we came up with the right standards, would still screw it up somehow. This is, uh, this, is, this is. Humans are flawed. Uh, yes, that's that's. Humans are true. flawed. All right, Glenn Beck. Uh, the new special is The AI Revolution is Here. How Machines Will Transform Your Entire World. It's coming up next on Glenn, Blaze TV. Tech Tranny. And on Tech Tranny <laughs> at 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out with Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash do. BlazeTV.com slash do. Glenn, thanks. Thank you. All right, let me tell you about Genucell's latest skincare innovation, their microbiome moisturizer. Yes, it's got the power of probiotics to target skin redness, pesky wrinkles, fine lines, patchy blotches, uh, all visible signs of premature aging. We're talking about the probiotics that you would normally find in yogurt. Uh, these are ingredients that have the same nourishing benefits that your body normally receives, uh, but are also great for your skin. Probiotic extracts target bad bacteria and restore balance. To your skin's protective barrier, creating a shield around your skin from all visible sh- signs of aging. Now, every GenuCell Most Popular Package includes the new probiotic moisturizer as your gift with every order. Genucel's Most Popular Package, 70% off. Great gift for Valentine's Day, it's the best in skincare and it includes products for all your skincare needs. Treat yourself to the best skincare in the world for a look you'll love. Go to slash do for your probiotic moisturizer and more today. Enter the code STU at checkout and get 10% off your entire purchase. G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash STU. It's Genucel dot com slash Stew. Well, congratulations to LeBron James, um, who set the all-time scoring t- uh, record uh, the other day in a home loss to Oklahoma City. Good job, LeBron. Uh, congratulations. I will say uh, he his durability has been pretty... Amazing. I mean of course he passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got four extra years of playing uh, in his prime because uh, he started so early which is obviously the only reason at this point he's done this but he has been of course a very good player for a very long time and it's just not get a, does not get hurt very often. He's in, you know in great shape and he's done uh, been able to stay on the court which is a big part of the battle. Um, he also is an idiot. Yeah. Yep. He's an idiot. Uh, so that's true. Um, by, by the way don't be an idiot. And uh, don't be a LeBron. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a LeBron. It's available at StuDoesMerch.com. Use the code Stu10. You'll save 10% off. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a LeBron. Uh, Do it right now. Stu10 is the code. StuDoesMerch.com. And by the way, um, I should point out, people say I'm a LeBron hater, but I do legitimately believe he is one of the top 10 best players in NBA history that played for the Lakers. Um, so that's a ex- very exclusive group. So I'm not a hater. I'm just, just, just shining the light on uh, his accomplishments. Back in a second. After this show is over, yes, I am out of here. No more shows the rest of the week. No show on Monday. Why? Because the Philadelphia Eagles are in the Super Bowl. And I'm a little excited about it. I don't know if you could tell. Um, Big Eagles fan from my whole life. And I'm going to be taking my son, which is going to be really, really fun. He was good luck last time. So I told him, you know, either they win this time or, you know, we're just going to leave you in Phoenix. So uh, you better make them win. Use your juju. Get that thing going. Um, It's weird because... uh, The Eagles have been were so disappointing for so many years and they they'd always miss that the the Super Bowl. They they were in the five conference championship games and got nothing out of that. And during the Andy Reid era and then 2017, 18 comes along. And I mean, I was it was a fairy tale. They 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 were a very good team. They had major injuries, though, losing, you know, all pro left tackle. They lost their quarterback. Everyone thought it was over. I mean, I thought it was over. I was fully convinced they were going to lose it every playoff round. They got to the Super Bowl, and I was fully convinced they were going to be beaten by stupid Tom Brady. And uh, then it didn't happen. Like they somehow actually won the game, and it was it was a fairy tale and a surprise every step of the way. This year's totally a different vibe. Like this year, like legitimately, you can make the argument they've been the best team in the league since week one. And uh, I mean, I love this team. I love I love my man Jalen Hurts. I love all my Alabama players that are filling this roster. It's been great to see, and honestly, it's been an incredible uh, you know, experience to watch these guys who are they are just super focused. And they are, I think, you know, again, they may very well lose this game to the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Uh, he's an amazing player and can pull off miracles, as, as he's done so many times. But, like, the Eagles are the best team here. They have the best roster from beginning to end, really with the exception of quarterback, which they – I mean, basically, you're talking about number one for MVP and number two for MVP. There's not that much of a gap, at least this year. And they are better than the Chiefs everywhere else. This is a game they should win, though I do expect it to be very, very close. And I, you know, as a pessimistic Eagles fan, assume failure uh, at every turn. But there's there's a chance. And as long as there's still a chance, I'm going to be happy. The good thing is the show's going to be much better if they win because I will be happy. I will be uh, into life. I may even smile from time to time. If they lose, I'll be very, very depressed and uh, probably be borderline suicidal. So we'll see what happens uh, this weekend. Uh, Thank you so much for everyone who's been, uh, every time the Eagles do anything, you guys all tweet me and reach out, and I do appreciate it. Go, Birds! One more win this weekend. When you're watching, think of me and the torture I'm going through. Okay, so here's what happened. little Dallas story for you here. Uh, a 24-year-old man is linked to an unusual string of crimes. And this was sort of a mystery around here for a while. Why do animals keep disappearing from the zoo? Well, this guy apparently swiped two monkeys. He then took them to the city's light rail system to make his getaway. <laughs> At least he took public transit, though. That's the thing. I mean, he saved a little bit on global warming. Uh, he said he loves animals. And he seemingly was involved in multiple other crimes at this same uh, zoo. Now, I think the most fascinating part of the story is what he said. If he's released from jail, he would steal more. So (laughs) if you release me, I'm doing it again, going right back to the zoo. And this time I'm going to take a duck-billed platypus. And there's nothing you can do to stop me until you stop me. And then I'm going to do it again. So anyway, if you're worried about uh, the dedication of people in Texas, you now have that solved. I will say it one more time, go birds. Please, please bring daddy home a win. Eagles hopefully going to be victorious and I will see you Tuesday, assuming they win.